0: Did you know that in Genesis chapter 1, God creates everything? He's creating everything. And then he creates man in his image, you and me, to be like God. And we see something interesting. We see that God says it's very good. This is different than all things I've created. Why is it different? Does it matter? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. My name is Amanda Davison. I'm the founder of A Wife Like Me, and I'm I'm just super pumped that you're with us. I can't wait for this episode. I'm, I'm sharing on this episode, so this is going to be good, and I just, I honestly, wife, I just thank you for being you, for diving in, for leaning in. I know that your day is probably filled with so much, but this is something that you take in that feeds your soul, that is growing your faith, and therefore growing your family and and everything around you. So I just applaud you and I want to give you a big old hug right now. But again, thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Okay, so if we're honest, we can tend to think that marriage is for us. It's to make us feel better. It's to make us happier. It's to make us more comfortable, more uh fulfilled, happier all the things, right? And especially if you have not grown up in a solid biblical home or family where the truth of God's design for marriage was taught and shared and talked about, it's really easy even as Christians to have this mentality that the purpose of marriage is for us to make us happy, to make us feel better. And the reality is that's just not biblical. It's not the purpose for marriage. So I'm super pumped to be sharing this with you because I'm passionate about it. I think that as we become aligned with the design for marriage, why God created it, and understand the huge influence we have through a biblical Christ-centered marriage and knowing what that purpose of that is, then we can really live that out. And so I'm I'm really excited. I I want to share though again just that if you're re- listening right now, I, I hate to tell you that I'm going to probably give you some hard truth today and it might not be what you want to hear, but please stick with me. Um because at the end it well, it will be good. I just don't want you to stop listening. So, if God did not design marriage for the purpose of our happiness and for us to feel better, why did He create marriage? What is the purpose of marriage? And the purpose of marriage is really to make God known through marriage. He designed marriage to be uniquely set apart from all creation. He loves marriage, He wants marriage to glorify and magnify who he is. But the purpose of marriage is to represent God through our marriage. It's it's to magnify his love, his sacrifice on the cross, his resurrection, power. It's really to mirror the intimacy that that other people can have with Christ by how we love each other in our marriages. And it's really to just display God to the world, you know, by how we live and how we love each other. And that's not easy to do. It's not um, pretty. It's hard because in marriage, we are built really and designed to help our spouse become more Christ-like. And that process is not a feel-good process. It's a process of sharpening and pruning and hard conversations and humility and ongoing surrender and it's difficult and so but it's beautiful and that is the design for marriage. So if you are a Christian and you've never heard this before, I'm going to tell you again that your purpose, your purpose is to make disciples. The The very last thing Jesus said before ascending into heaven He said this in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. He said, Jesus came, he said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So go, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I will be with you always to the end of the age. Go make disciples of all the nations, all the nations. Your mission field is right where you are. Friend, right between your two feet, right in your home, building disciples. That can be your husband. It can be your kids. Okay, it can be the the coworkers you have um, on your shift. It can. It's anybody. But but that's our great commission. Okay, so marriage. God uses marriage as a team, a powerhouse team, to be able to make disciples together um now i don't mean like making disciples you have you have you have to be in the same small group or i'm not saying that but he uniquely pairs us together so that we can make disciples more powerfully and help each other to do that and this doesn't happen on accident it does not happen overnight but again if we have the perspe- the correct biblical perspective about marriage that this this marriage is hugely Influential. We have such potential in our marriage to make God known by how we live out our marriage and live our lives together. That is a huge, huge task, but also such huge opportunity because people are watching and people are noticing how you live. So, how do we do this? How do we make God known through marriage if that is the purpose of marriage? Well, we can start by just stop staring at each other and ourselves and start staring at God. You know, if you if you aren't a Christian yet, or you're curious about even if you are, you become a follower of Jesus by placing your faith and trust in Jesus. And so you can proclaim your faith in him and ask for forgiveness for your sins just by doing that, just by saying that, proclaiming that that is how you want to live. And through that place of faith and trust in Jesus, you are given new life, brand new life. The old is gone and new life is in you when you place your trust and faith in Jesus Christ. And that lifestyle of following Jesus then is an all-day, every-day choice and Really, it's a choice of surrendering your wants, your needs, your desires to the king and allowing him to mold you and to mold your thoughts, your words, your actions. And that's, again, an ongoing constant flowing in of you getting out of the way and the Holy Spirit in you filling you up instead of what you want and what I want. Um, But that's a great place to start. Just understand again, God, maybe I have not been living fully for you. Maybe I've been proclaiming and saying I'm a Christian. We check the box. We go to church on Sunday. We maybe pray at dinner at bedtime or something. But my whole life is not surrendered to you. You are not my focus. You are not my adoration. You are not my, my goal. I'm not thinking about you. I'm not craving to know you. And so starting with that admission of, man, I, I want to I live this life fully for you and see what God, God, you're going to do with that. That's a great place to start. Um, Francis Chan says this, the gap between our love for God and our love for our spouses should be massive, massive. So I just want to encourage you that if, you know, if you're in that place where there have been other things that I've been putting in front of. My relationship with God, my focus on God, and our marriages can be easily, can be one of those things that we're focused on our marriage so much that it's it's replaced our adoration and our love and our seeking of God or our kids or our job or our love for money or material things or pursuing a pursuit of different things that can easily get in the way. I just want to encourage you that you're not alone. We all need this reminder and then we can get get on track with that as well. Again, just as we repent of this, that there is just no greater love story. If you're listening and you're like, I just don't understand this, Amanda, because if the purpose of my marriage is to make God known, where do I fit into that? Like, what about me? And I want to just say that there is no greater love story than the love story of God for you. And if you've never heard how good it is or never... Have read or experienced how good it is. I just encourage you to open up God's word. I encourage you to pray and ask God to show you how much He loves you. I encourage you to just dive into everything else we have here at A Wife Like Me and to dive into your local church, join a small group there. Um, I, I encourage you to lean in and listen because God loves you so much. And, and the, the greatest love story is written throughout the pages of Scripture. And it's there for you. And so um, when I say that, you know, we we can experience God, the purpose of our marriage is to make him known. If that feels like I don't understand that, it's probably because you haven't yet experienced the full love of Jesus and understood fully what he's done on the cross for you. Um, so again, I just encourage you to to dive into scripture. And I also want to encourage you that as a wife, you have you have victory knowing that you have honored God. So if your husband, if you're listening to and you're like, okay, whatever, because my husband is not on the same page and he is not interested in this, that's fine. You, you, you will meet meet your maker. You get to stand before God one day and you get to say, Man, once I discovered this, I was all in. I I did what I could. And That is going to be celebrated, and you will get to experience the riches in heaven from how you're living and loving here. So, you get to choose to honor God in how you love your husband, even if he's on a different page. And then, I also want to say, you know, like I said at the end, this might not be super fun to listen to. I hope it's exciting, but also maybe hurts a little bit. But here's the thing it is good and healthy to want a good, healthy marriage that's that's awesome like we want you to want that god wants you to want that god loves you and he wants it for you it's just that we often forget that that's not the goal the goal again is not to have a great amazing marriage that's not the goal now it's a byproduct of having a good healthy strong reverence for christ but your healthy, strong marriage is going to come when you have a healthy, strong relationship with Christ. That's, that's where a good, healthy marriage comes from, and we just often get it backwards. There's only one reason that we give you tools and resources here to grow your marriage at A Wife Like Me, and, and that is to grow and build and elevate the name of Jesus because we know that so many are watching So many are in your home, so many are around you, even your husband. As you become more like Christ, you represent and make Christ more attractive. As we follow Jesus, as we understand and take in who he is and what that means for our lives, we become more like him. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in us because we're yearning to have more of him. And as we do, we become more like him. And as we become more like him, other people are drawn to him because we look different than the world. And other people are confused as to why we have something that looks different and feels different. And it's because it is different. And so it draws people in. I just want to give you this analogy today. I've given it before, but in case you haven't heard it, um, I want you to imagine or picture your favorite dessert whatever that is. For me, that dessert is a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. I know, super fancy. But that cake itself, the the cake itself, not anything on the top, nothing, no decorations, just the cake itself. I imagine that as Jesus. like That is him. It never changes. It's always the same. The cake is always good, okay? The outside decorations, icing, the sprinkles, the whatever is on there, the frosting and all of that jazz, that's bonus. That represents our relationship. You know, our marriage, our kids, our callings, our, you know, different roles we play in our community. And it makes it pretty, you know, but it it changes. And it's not always the same. And we can't count on it. And so I just want to remind you that you have that available for you. You get to experience Jesus. He's never changing. He's always constant. He is for you and he loves you. And you get to live with that. You get to, you get to walk around with the Dairy Queen cake, okay? Or whatever your <laughs> dessert is. And it never changes. And that's, that's the joy of the Lord that people speak of. It, it's yours always, no matter what, okay? And so the purpose of marriage is given to us as daughters of the King to help magnify the glory of God, to bring people to his feet. And it starts with us. It starts with us recognizing this. It starts with us practicing this in our everyday, seeking him, wanting to know him, opening up scripture, and starting to make choices, not based on our wants or our desires or defending our position, but surrendering to the Holy Spirit living within us and saying, okay, I want more of you. So I'm going to trust you in this. And those small steps of obedience in, in marriage is beautiful. And it's, again, celebrated. So I hope this was encouraging today. Maybe challenging, but um, it's, it's good stuff. And there's such influence you have such a huge purpose in your life and through your marriage and if you're if you're listening you're not married you have just the same amount of purpose and influence god did create the marriage to reflect him and his love and you can do that married or not but for those of us that are married that is the purpose of marriage Hey, so over in the Wife Like Me Collective, we are diving into purpose all month. We're diving into scripture. We're slowly walking through the Bible. We are starting in Genesis and we would love to have you join us at any time. You can head over to collective.awifelikeme.com and find everything you need there. Also, Chris Reese, amazing. You heard her on episode one of season four, talking about purpose. She's also teaching in the A Wife Like Me collective on purpose. So it's so good, friend. We want you to really walk in all that God has designed for you and set out for you, purposed for you you so man if you're hungry to do that again we'd love to have you collective.a like thank you so much for listening to the a wife like me podcast if you found this at all helpful just please share it with a friend we want this message to spread and we can't do it without you so love you so much thanks for listening and we'll see you next week